0: So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash recommend today.
1: Hi. Good morning. How are we doing today? How are you? Good. All right. You guys ready? Cameras ready? Yes, sir. All right. Um, we had a great uh, Sunday night meeting in here Um you know, after an emotional uh, Saturday, you know, afternoon and evening. Um, but, um, you know, started off with my players. First thing I said as I sat here at the, the podium was, uh, you know, apologizing for our guys, you know, to our, our football team, to our guys, um, you know, about my postgame comments, um, which didn't obviously come out the way I intended them to come out. And sometimes that happens. But, uh, you know, I look at it over the last really 48 hours, 24 hours, um, you know, um, you know there's nothing worse than a loss um you know loss you know hurt and and you know the first thing I do is jump on a plane and I'm watching the video on my iPad but you know the loss hurts you know everybody in that locker room is hurt um but when you feel like your players are hurt you know by something the head coach said it, that hurts you even worse it makes you sick to your stomach so um I didn't get a whole lot of sleep on Saturday night I can promise you that um but uh you know I talk about our guys all the time about you know our program goals, and, and I won't get into four of them, which have been here since I've been here. You know, um, eight and a half seasons is relationships. It's the number one thing we talk about all the time, and the relationships that I have with our players uh, is critical, and uh, that never ever can can change. And um, when you don't have a relationship with your team, you got an issue. And uh, again, I had a great team meeting with them last night. I think they know where I'm coming from or where I was coming from. I think they get it. And, um, you know, uh, the relationship's everything. It's why I coach. It's what I do. It's what I've done for years. And, uh, you know, to me it's always been, you know, the players love the coaches and the coaches love the players. If you don't have that, you got issues. So uh, I feel really good at where we are going into this week. Um, Obviously we closed a chapter um, on the game last night as well. Um, You know, with a special teams meeting in here that we always finish with and watched – um, you know, some things we did on special teams or didn't do, um, you know, pr- prior to that, we watched offense and defense. And when you look at it again, it all starts with me. Um, you know, I wasn't happy with the way we you know got p- prepared or the way we played. And if we don't play good, it comes back to me. Uh, so I obviously didn't have the guys ready to play like I'd like to. Um, we, our coordinators obviously didn't have the guys ready to play like we'd like to on you know either side of the ball because um, it always comes back to us. And I always say this, it's about the details. It's about the inches. And, um, you know, if we're not getting that done, you know, to me, you, what you see is what you coach. And somehow we got to get it executed better. I know we've got a lot of young guys playing, you know, and I think experience is your best teacher. And, you know, you know, I look at Christian, you know, who's, who's really played well since he's been, you know, taken over that starting job. And he obviously, you know, um, didn't play his best game. Um, but you watch some of the great plays he makes and you're like, yeah, OK. But like, go back to, you know, you look at the experience. Uh, it's critical. Uh, he hasn't even played as many games as Christian's played, you know, his or as Kenny Pickett played his freshman year when he came in and played four games as a true freshman. Um, and, uh, you know, he will get much better every game. And experience is the best teacher, and, and you can't force feed that. We have to have as patient as coaches. Um, and that's just one position I'm talking about, but every position is the same way. But uh, so I got to do a better job making sure they're ready to go. Um, our coaches. Have got to do a better job of making sure we get it. Whether we got to keep it simpler and, and cut back on offense and defense, um, just to make sure we execute better, because it comes down to execution. And if they're not executing, like you know, it's half on us and half on them. It's it's a it's a team win and a team loss uh, whenever we stand in here. So uh, we got to do a better job. Uh, and again, the big thing is you learn from them, and you hope you don't make the same mistakes uh, twice. A lot of things we worked on um, that we saw, and we just didn't react to it well, you uh, know, you know, against a great football team. Um, and uh, so, you know, we'll clean those up. And that's what our guys do. That's what we do as coaches. And, and um, again, I think patience for us has got to be key for us, for our coaches to, to continue to, to move. And then we got probably the best team we're going to play the year. I mean, I think they're ranked fourth in the country. Uh, my USA Today coach, Paul, I've had him at two for a long time. Um, and uh, I think they're, you know, I've watched them earlier in the year. I've had a chance to peek at them. And, uh, you know, Travis Jordan, Mike Norville's done a you know outstanding job there in his time there. Um, and uh, he, he's an excellent coach. is also uh, the offense coordinator. I think, you know, Jordan Travis is playing about as high level as any quarterback in the country. And, uh, you know, we got we got a great football team, and that's kind of where our focus is going right to them. And, you know, focused on that last night after our team meeting, we, we break up and go uh, offense-defense again and just get onto the new page. And I think that's always a good way to end our meeting. So uh, we're ready to go, and it's Monday, so let's go. Questions? Did your players express any personal concern to you? about your remarks about what about your, about your remarks did they come to you and say they were concerned about what you said no no i went to them first you know i talked to some guys on the airplane to be honest with you um but you know i think you know you only get pieces of things sometimes in, in the world we're in and uh um i think they feel good like i said nine years you know nobody is nobody is uh, i guess graded on one night whether it's a player or whether it's a coach and uh you know whether it's uh, you know your play or whether it's you know what you say, um, and uh, nobody. Can, I mean, there's always another Saturday and there's always another presser. Um, there's 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 always the next. So you know, to me, um, you know, you're not defined in one game or one one afternoon. You're defined over time, and I think over time, um, my guys are my guys. I love my guys. You know, shoot, the only thing my message to them. And the, you know, I know how they're hurting after that loss. Um, but my major message was, "Hey guys, I don't care. I love you guys. I wouldn't trade you for anything. Period. Those are my guys, um, and that's the way it always will be."
0: Uh, you said it, you said the, the way it came out was quote not the way I intended. What did, what did you what were you trying to do?
1: You know, I don't even think it's up for discussion. I really don't need to get into it, Will. Um, You know, um, but it comes down to experience, okay? And, um, you know, I obviously did a poor job about it, and it, it doesn't even matter at this point, so I'd rather just move on.
0: Did any of your players give you any sort of feedback when you talked when you talk to them about your post game remarks?
1: Yeah, they were all good and said, Coach, I totally understand. They were all great. I've had meetings with them, you know, last night, you know, individual if someone wanted to come see me and also a couple this morning that I caught back up with it. I said, Hey, come. my door's always open down there. Okay, my door's always open, whether I'm in a meeting, I could you know, Vicky will pull me out of a meeting. I'm gonna meet with our guys all the time. So the door's always open. Uh, I think they all get it pretty clear.
0: When you have um
1: and there's no excuses. That's why it doesn't matter what I intended. It doesn't matter. There's no excuses. It doesn't matter. So, um,
0: when you have something like that that gets that kind of attention, and you've got kids in six, eight weeks that you're going to want to come to sign a commitment here, do you worry that that sort of comment can play to the outside of this room and the people yeah. that might be considering come here and might I think, affect that decision?
1: I think again, you're graded over what you've done for nine years. Okay, and uh, and you can go back to Covert for not for five weeks or whatever weeks it was where it's. Loyalty, you know. I always have loyalty to our football team. Period, and you know, you can look at that, and then you can look at you know one six second snippet, and which one, you know, which one you're going to go with. So that's up to you. you make a comparison to what Christians
0: are uh, the kind of your Christians have right now. The situation is into what can you discover in this freshman year? Do you yeah. see them as kind of as a, in the same vein, or situation in the same vein as Christians, someone you're long the best in as a starter for a
1: while? I think it's every player. You know, I mean, you look at Terrence Enos played a pretty darn solid game at right tackle. His first start. He had five plays up until Saturday, guys. I mean, we look at the inexperience we have on our field. He did a heck of a job. And um, and again, you know, um, he's only going to get better from it. But guys learn, again, whether it's Kenny Pickett. I mean, everybody said he had a breakout year in 21, wins the championship, right? You know, nobody was talking about him, you know, in 2020 or 19. You know, and, and again all of a sudden like, Wait, hey, what happened? Okay, what's called experience. And I think like I said, it's that's the that's the, the deal. I mean when Demar Hamlin, you know, you know, I'll go back to just another position. You could talk about Kalija Kansi. When Demar Hamlin graduated, I'm like, whew and I probably sat in here probably after, you know, whether it was in a spring or you know, um spring ball, like, you know, replacing Demar Hamlin. That's big shoes to fill. That guy was a football player and did a great job at that free safety spot, which I think is one of the most critical. And uh and you know, Eric Alt was the guy to step up. OK, and, uh, you know, you didn't know he was going to step up like he did. OK, but experience and he may have started slow that 21 season, but he finished strong and finished strong with 22. So it's just experience. I mean, guys, y- y- the only way you learn is when you get beat. I hate to tell you, you get beat, you learn. And uh, if you only have success then maybe you didn't play anybody, but you're going to you win. Uh, you know, and you learn based on experiences. And whether it's a right tackle and Terrence Enos or DeMar Hamlin or Hallett, doesn't matter what it is. We've got some experienced positions on our football team. Um, and, uh, we got some inexperience. And those are growing pains that, you know, like I said to our coaches, we've got to be patient with them and we got to do a better job coaching them. We've got to do a better job coaching them. And if you, I told them 10 times, tell them 12 times, tell them 15 times, we just keep coaching. That's what we do
0: just looking at your upcoming opponent, what what stands out? I mean, there's so much that stands out. But what do you think is going to be the most difficult thing to defend with this Florida State offense?
1: Ooh. You know, it's Wilson on one side and Keon Coleman on the other side. And Travis, I mean, you know, you cover those guys, he's taking off running. Um, he is athletic. Uh, he's smart. Um, obviously, you know, Coach Norvell, you know, does a great job. You know, and again, we played him and, you know, we played Travis in 2000. What was it, 20. Uh, Uh, during the COVID year and got him down there. And uh, he ended up getting hurt before the half, I believe. Um, And uh, he had a big run on us early. And we kind of got experience from that first run that he took, 80 yards or whatever it was. We had a defensive end run up the field and you learn. It's a play you didn't see and you learn. And then all of a sudden we shut it down and and play. But, you know, Travis is a different player of 2020 than he is right now, correct? I I don't know how many games they won in 20. I ain't gone back and look at that. Um, but you look at where he is and what experience has done for him, period. You know, we can talk Kenny Pickett. You can talk him as well. He's playing at a high level. He doesn't make – once he got 18 TDs and two interceptions, the guy doesn't make mistakes. Um, and he's confident. And, you know, the guy plays with swagger, too. I mean, he, you know, he gets a run. I mean, he looks like he's a linebacker. You know, just the emotion. He plays with emotion and passion. And, um, you know, he, he he is the leader of that football team, guaranteed. After uh, sports information being put out last night, did the you team anything in the country – uh, less than 50 percent completion. Who is? Florida State. Uh, they allow less than 50 less than 50% percent completion. What makes their secondary so good? You know, every good secondary has a good D line, right? Uh, they got some athletic ends that rush up the field. You know, one from the University of Alb- Albany uh, that's a, a game breaker. Um, he's you know, uh, he's special. And you know, but they got they got athletes all over the field. Um, uh, they're athletic. They're well coached. in – in in know, I've had great conversations with Mike Norvell through the years, and uh, he—he, his team plays with toughness, physicality, um, and they believe, and um, you know, they play hard, and that's you know what our football team is like, and I think he's got the same kind of thing.
0: Do you worry about that belief being affected by what happened on Saturday?
1: Not at all, Uh, not at all. You know, um, you know, again, coaches aren't happy with Saturday, and and neither are the players. The players know; they watch the tape. You know, it's our job as coaches to put our guys in position to make plays. Sometimes we do, sometimes we don't. Uh, sometimes we're in position to make plays and we don't make them. That's physical. You know, we talk about structural is probably a coach. Man, that was a terrible call versus that play they had. Um, and, then, and then there's, the, the, you know, the physical and the mental. And uh, there were some physical errors and there's mental errors. And that's, you know, where our guys aren't happy about how they executed. And, you know, sometimes really good teams like Notre Dame. Notre Dame was a good football team. I mean, really good. Um, and I um, they lost a to, lost to Ohio State by three at home, um, and um, you know gave up 17 points to the Buckeyes, and and, uh, and 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 knocked the heck out of USC. So it's a good football team. We didn't get beat by you know an average football team. When
0: you when you have a you a lot of young guys this year, or guys at least that are new here, vice versa. When, when they have that sort of struggles, do you have to approach that differently than if you had a veteran team that had sort of been through the ups and downs, and you could say, look, I'm Sure that they're going to be,
1: they're going bounce back. Yeah, I'm not really. I mean, you got to treat them all the same because the standard is a standard, right? I mean, every Saturday we go out, we believe we're going to win, okay? And again, like I said, it's my fault. We, mentally, we got to be locked into the point we we execute, and and you know, ultimately, it comes down to to motivation and, and being you know totally locked into what your job is, and and whether they were, or whether they weren't, it's still my fault if it doesn't get done. How
0: do you uh, address some of the errors that were made on special teams on Saturday?
1: You know, just keep going back to the drawing board. Um, you know, I was under the standing, one of Junko's punts, hit a wire up there, which I would hope someone would see. I don't think I'd put an electric fence up there, you know, hit the you know that sky cam or whatever. Um, you know, uh, we had a couple high snaps, we, which we haven't had all year, but you know, I've seen high snaps go over people's heads and not caught, be caught. Uh, so there's a lot of good things on tape, guys. I mean, when you look at it offensively, defensively, there's some shots we missed, um, you know, that we threw to and missed. There's some shots offensively that... You know we look to the wrong side of the field and again it comes with experience and understanding coverages and, and and you know just taking your time and you know in the pocket and not rushing your throws but when there's pressure at times you know with 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 guys coming off the edge or coming up the middle uh, sometimes that happens but some of the special teams Amanda that um, we got to address is, is is just a finish I mean that first uh, that first punt return, you know, which was a you know punch in the gut. You know, we had two guys on attack, we just didn't finish. And again, I give that guy credit because he's a good punt returner. Um, but you know, th- those are things that I think our guys are disappointed. It's not like we were nowhere to be found, you know. And again, our job is to you know we had a good net on that one. Um, and like I said, I, I may have mentioned this after the the um, after the uh, press after the game. Uh, there's nobody I trust more than MJ Demetri to return a punt. And, you know, he's got a nice fair catch at the 10-yard line uh, one time, and he doesn't call fair catch. But I think, you know, guys become desperate at times to make a play, and MJ's a playmaker. And, you know, sometimes we can't, you know, you got to take that, that Superman cape off your back and, uh, and make sure you just play within the framework of the, of the team. And, and uh, you know, a lot of faith in him, and, you know, he's just trying to make a play, and you can't do that. At the last two years you've run portal big quarterbacks, do you feel a little bit better about the position that you with Christian? feel great with Christian. feel great with Nate Yarnell. You saw how he performed when he got in there, too. So, you know, like I said, you know, I said that back in camp, and, you know, each one of them continue to grow every week. You know, is Christian where he is right now compared to where he was game one or in fall camp? He's, he's way far ahead. I think every week he becomes more confident in what he's doing and how he's doing it, and every week he sees a different coverage or sees this or that and has a better feel of what he's got to do. Is only going to make him better, and I think um, – you know, I feel I feel good with that quarterback room
0: I think we ask you about running backs just about every week but I'm curious what does Rodney need to do to get more opportunities to get more carries? Game?
1: Rodney ran well on Saturday um, Rodney ran well well we you know um, you know we obviously got into throwing it a little bit more than we'd like to um, however you know the game plan going in was really to throw it and we, you know if you go back and watch the tapes you know it's slow motion you know I don't know if you guys don't have the the all 11 like we do. I don't think you do, um, but you know, you watch TV copy. You don't see really where the routes are, what they did. Um, you know, even on the pick six, you know, we, we hope he hits the the the, the, the 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 hole shot, which is there's a guy wide open. You know, they're playing a you know a, a two trap, but that comes with experience, and and uh, every quarterback's gone through that.
0: Hey, your wiggle room is out and it's gone. If you wanted to, the what? In your wiggle room in terms of absorbing any more losses if you want to be it is gone do you is that something that even comes up at this point or are you just trying to, to want to work?
1: know want to know look at it you know hey we played a great team last week we're playing a greater team this week and our focus is on florida state uh we get them at home um you know i hope it's 32 degrees out and and uh in the fields you know i think we're going to let the, the grass grow because uh, it's a fast football team um and uh you know, we're, we're playing one at a time, and I'm not worried about bowl eligibility. I care about winning a football game, and, and I care about coaching our football team and getting them prepared to play that game physically, mentally, uh, and emotionally. I want a
0: couple more before we wrap up? Yeah, else? yeah, Gavin came out of that game with, with no targets. No focusing on him? Was that something that just wasn't available to
1: you? you? know, we probably rotated our tight ends maybe more than we should have, but uh, we try to get keep those guys fresh. Uh, I actually had a conversation with Gavin this morning. I called him. I think he had 27 total snaps. But, you know, usually, you know, our tight ends are getting more snaps than they they had. Uh, We didn't go much 12 personnel because we didn't like 12 against Notre Dame. Um, And, um, you know, just because of what the box was going to look like and how they would play us if we put everybody in the box. Um, And so, you know, you didn't get the two tight ends that are getting more snaps. Uh, we just kept those guys fresh if they're running routes. And um, so they were bounced out and more. You know, I, I, as, as a head coach, I'd like to see Gavin obviously get more targets and um, and, and play more plays. I think, you know, we got to keep him on the field. So
0: I mean, you said you called him this morning. Is that we were trying to
1: communicate? Well, you know, I asked him. I said, hey, how you doing? And uh, no doubt about it, like, you know, you only had 27. How you doing? You know, uh, I wasn't happy with it when I saw the play count. You so spoke uh, points of
0: more flat plays earlier in the season. Obviously, last three games, you had multiple interceptions. How do you try to get the offense to take some some more advantage of those
1: splash plays and try to, obviously? Just got to hit them. Got to see them. Got to hit them. Got to protect them. You know, and again, it's a a team game. And, you know, it takes 11 guys, whether it's pressure one time or not seeing a crossing route, whatever it may be, or the receiver's not running fast enough across the field to get in the quarterback's vision. I mean, there's little details. They're, They're trying to sometimes sit in holes and... You know, depending on the coverage, um, but we, we got to get in front of the quarterback, and we got to make throws, and we got to make catches, and we got to protect. And it's it's 11 guys. And then we, as coaches, got to put them in better position to make plays well, all the time, that? not just sometimes. Well,
0: I, I always got one more question. Uh, this is a little off topic. I mean, how important is red zone defense as opposed to total defense? Do you consider that, you know, like that section of the field, do you judge it differently? I mean, it, I don't care how many yards I give up, but when they get to the 20, we got to stop them.
1: Ultimately, if you get down inside the red zone, our goal is to give up a field goal. And uh, that's what we did at the end of the half. Uh, and, um, you know, that's a win um, for us when they kick field goals. But, you know, we game play in every situation, you know, whether it's P and 10, you know, normal downs in normal areas of the field. But, um, you know, defensively, we game plan. you know, offensively, game's playing the same thing. But I mean, you got stuff you want to do in the red zone, offensively and defensively. And, and uh, you know, ultimately, you're great at what you do when you get to the red zone. Obviously, offensively, we didn't get to the red zone, so that's a place we need to get first before you can uh, execute the red zone. Okay, Coach, thank you very much. Bye, guys. Thank you. Have a good one. Thank
0: you. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof?